This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Eric Branson, and with me, as always, my good friends and co-hosts, Joe Peterson and Ryan Seiskel. How's it going tonight, guys? Okay. Tired, but good. Yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> Same strange. here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's only going to get worse, because it's only Tuesday. I won't bother right. saying which Tuesday, because we're about 15 weeks behind at this point with getting these shows out, but it's but Tuesday. But we're ahead in the recording. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So... The bottleneck always comes in the editing process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, uh, I'll take a win when we right. get it. How's everything going with you guys? Oh, pretty good. End of summer. You know, kind of mm-hmm. getting back into the swing of things. And I start classes tomorrow, so I've been prepping shit for that. And ready to roll, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever it's going to be. You'll ever be. Yeah, yep. pretty much. So. Yeah, I just had a had my first like kind of busy week like i had an exam and a skills check this week for school and and so lots of stress and busy and i'm glad that's over but then it's like hey it's tuesday and now i'm starting on the you know this week so yep mm. exactly so yeah yeah lots of fun. as you can tell we're all you know very amped up tonight it's <laughs> yeah we sound we're an energetic bunch tonight so. to be fair it's also How like in the 90s and like out of, yeah joe's in a garage i'm in a second story can't have a fan go on because of the recording but eric it's a fucking cool basement so yeah yeah it's it's not so bad oh this this is the time of year that it's warm down here it is actually like 68 degrees in the basement tonight so okay that's um yeah. It is uh, much warmer than <laughs> I'm that just being in, an asshole, so. in the, I don't know, my garage is, I guess, kind of a man cave. It's just disgusting, but yeah, <laughs> yeah recording yeah. in here. Um, but yeah, so. Yes, this is, I have the advantage, in, in especially in the summertime, so. Yeah. That, yeah, but that definitely helps. You guys uh, been watching anything interesting that, uh, um, that? I started Ahsoka, and I think I mentioned this to you guys last week before we recorded. But since I haven't watched the a lot of like Clone Wars or Rebels, I'm a little bit lost. You're not I, the only one. There's so many people. It's, yeah, it's good. It's very yeah. good. I'm just kind of like only vaguely are aware of ninety percent of these characters, so it's hard to stay with it. But it's very well made. I, and, I mean, yeah. performed well. You know. That's been the show that uh, I've been watching as well. Uh, that and um, well, they just finished what we do in the shadows, uh, new season, and uh, I'm also half halfway. But we also watch Murders Only in the Building. Its new season started a few weeks back. Yeah, that's a good one. But with the Ahsoka yeah. thing, like we we are ahead. Uh, but like I've seen that it's it is a a justifiable criticism of like this is a continuation of a series that like you can get lost pretty easily and uh i fault i fault um disney itself for not like pushing people to watch these old not old but i guess they are kind of old now uh animated series to catch up to this like there's no like attempt to do something special but didn't they actually go to the opposite of that and actually put out a thing that says no don't worry you don't have to watch yeah i think so animated shows to catch up with this <laughs> that's then it, not then it came true. out and everyone's like what are you talking about i'm totally lost like yeah, some people don't even so, know yeah, who the fuck ahsoka is unless you like heard it through the grapevine yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> i mean yeah if you totally don't watch the animated shows like at all period you never have then yeah i suppose you don't really even know Yep. Ahsoka Tano is at all. So. You don't have to watch all these episodes, just most of them. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
You only That's, have to watch this list of 45 episodes that yeah. <laughs> to prepare you for a miniseries. Just probably closer to the truth than I than I imagine, but yeah, uh, yeah, but, they're good series. Yeah, I, but I am so I'm behind on Star Wars. Uh, I never even finished Rebels in the first place, and not because I didn't like it. It just like I don't know fell off the radar, and it it's been in my queue. One of those things like gotta finish Rebels sometime. Gotta finish Rebels soon, and then just like. It's been, it's been years now. The fact that you've told <laughs> yourself that I have it, to so. makes it only go further down the list kind of situation. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it kind of ends up there. So, yeah, I haven't watched Mandalorian 3. I haven't watched any of Ahsoka yet. I told myself I was going to finish Rebels. Uh, yeah, so I'm behind. I'm, I haven't even finished I'll catch Mandal- up someday. I haven't finished The Mandalorian but it, yeah. it's also there was there's so many series that I'm behind on or that I want to yeah. see just like movies you know it's if you put me on the spot and say what what do you really want to start watching I have no idea I yeah. I, kind I of have blank. to like I told you guys this last week before we started recording too but I I've, I've had to kind of have like a sit down moment with myself and be like okay this trying to keep up with like culture stuff is causing stress in your life that you don't need. You so start to understand why your go. parents like, or your grandparents fucking stop yeah. connecting after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not learning this shit. You know, it's, it's okay. We'll, we'll see it when we see it, you know, and I still have an interest in seeing it, but I'm not going to like stress and rush and be the way that I I have been about it. So yeah. this explains um, why my parents were still watching reruns of MASH in the late nineties. <laughs> that's right uh, <laughs> but uh, i like how this um, segment started we, with what you guys have been what have you guys been watching lately but it was mainly like let me tell you what i haven't been watching lately well pretty much <laughs> that's right well a lot of it comes uh, down to what mood I, and what time of night too like okay yeah. we're just getting yeah. settled and stuff we're gonna watch something i got maybe an hour do i want to watch something heavy no could i just watch a few episodes of letter kenny over and over again yeah probably so it's, <laughs> right Yeah. Yep. Something light and stupid. Things we did watch. We just finished uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, speaking of being behind, because that's two (laughs) years old. Um, But I was impressed with that, surprisingly impressed with that. It wasn't one I was in a hurry to see. And, um, yeah, that has a killer ending episode with a lot of really great moments. And, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I was uh, really impressed with that. So... Not something I've said a whole lot about Disney Plus series yet. So, yeah, hats off to that one. Um, and we just finished the uh, Hulu series Dope Sick, if you guys have, uh, about the um, OxyContin oh, uh, yeah, I've heard epidemic of and trial and, like, yeah, everything. But it's it's uh, very well done, like, surprisingly uh, poignant and um, depressing and all that stuff. But... Um, it's uh, got a lot of good acting and yeah, good series. I'd recommend it. Michael Keaton is one of the stars of that, and it's very oh, good. Oh, cool! I think um, I've seen some. I, yeah, I've so. seen it, but uh, I haven't seen it. But I've seen ads for it when it was coming out and shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I know a lot of the like courtroom scenes and uh, the um, I don't know depositions and stuff they go through. They use actual like court documents. It's supposed to be pretty accurate to to at least that stuff is the way it mm-hmm. went down but uh rosario dawson's also in that is michael keaton oh, cool. rosario dawson and, yeah so speaking of ahsoka so. <laughs> yeah but very cool i'll have to check that anyway one out. yeah yeah i recommend that one it's, it's pretty good um yeah that's really been it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, watched, I did watch another movie, and that's the one we're going to talk about tonight. That's right. So I watched I that too. Better segue yeah. than that. So yeah. Well, uh, I mean. I feel kind of like there wasn't much of a segue for this movie anyway, like, just in how it right, was like, made, like, who asked yeah. for this, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> who did this one? I feel like that's kind one? of the, yeah, the way that this one came about, like, how exactly did they uh, come up with this idea? And of course, that movie is 1988's uh, Twins, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Oh my god, um, yeah. In a secret lab, somewhere in the Western Hemisphere... The perfect human specimen has been born. He has the strength of 10 men and the wisdom of 20. He also has a twin brother. I have a brother? Oh my goodness, are you looking good? 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. Born to be bad. And Danny DeVito. Way to go, Mom. Are twins. My name is Julius. I'm your twin brother. Obviously. The moment I sat down, I thought I was looking into a mirror. Only their mother can tell them apart. Twins, the new comedy from Ivan Reitman. Julius. What? What are you, are you allergic to something? You're all swelled up. You look like you're ready to explode. I love it when you hit people. Who are you? Vincent's brother. The twins. That's right. Twins. Coming this Christmas. Directed by uh, Ivan Reitman. And... Uh, yeah, I don't have uh, anything pulled up on this. Give me, give me two seconds. Um, yeah, written by... This is never a good sign for a movie, but written by uh, William Davies, Timothy Harris, William Osborne, and Herschel Weingrad, uh, directed and produced by Ivan Reitman, starring Schwarzenegger, DeVito, uh, also Kelly Preston, uh, Chloe Webb, Bonnie Bartlett, Tony Jay. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, twins, yes. Um... I, no, I, you guys, what's your what's your history with this one? Do you remember? Do you remember about twins oh, yeah. growing it, up? It, it was a it was a beta rip. Um, I watched this a <laughs> yeah. lot as a kid. In fact, watching this today, I remembered where these little sound bites that have been stuck in my brain over the years. Like, where the fuck did that come from? And I haven't been able. To, oh yeah, twins. So even you, some you of the thought music, they came from twins, but they actually came from the Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard. Pretty that, much. Uh, well, there's that too. <laughs> like, we used to so prank phone call people. If anybody catches yeah. that reference, you're old. So yeah. I mean, now um, we got the riff. What, not riff. What is it? The AI generated Arnold Schwarzenegger fake, deep fake face and voice on every movie clip. I literally yeah. just last night watched one where he was the live action Little Mermaid, and that. Seemed, yeah, that seemed that. very poignant. I don't yeah. know what it was, but it was like, huh, this seems relevant to uh, our watch for me. I don't know why. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I watched this one yeah. a lot as a kid. Um, and I don't know why. <laughs> I, I yeah. don't really understand why. But there was a lot of Re the, the music that would pop up in certain scenes would trigger some like, oh, that memory unlocked. Um, so I actually remembered <laughs> like, more like about the, this. The two live crew version of Yakety Yak. Is that one? Oh, yeah. God. Like, <laughs> there's this little jazz number that they play. It's like scat or something when Schwarzenegger first gets to LA and he's walking around. And mm -hmm. that I remembered. Like, oh, I, I forgot that I remembered that. Um, so it was stuff like that. But Started also, yeah, unlocking the, the, other childhood traumas that you tried to repress. I remember, <laughs> I remember even as a kid thinking Kelly Preston's character was really strange, and I still do. <laughs> yeah, I it under underdeveloped character, and just yeah, she makes some weird decisions. There's a uh, line too that I used to crack up at as a kid. We'll get to it, I'm sure. But there's a line that she says that just comes out so weird that <laughs> I used to as a kid I used to laugh at it, and it's still this cringy and weird today. So it was ahead of its time. Right. Yeah. Ryan, what about you? I what, Was this a, a first time with this one? Or you said you'd seen it before, right? Well, that's what's so crazy, is I know for a fact that my parents have rented this movie out at least once. But it was so early in my life that I was aware of the concept and who the people were. But this was pretty much a new viewing for me because of just how far back mm -hmm. that was. Because at this point, I'm just like, okay, cool. We're getting uh, the Penguin and Mr. Freeze, like our twin brothers, awesome, whatever. Um, <laughs> put that in the Pretty back much. of your mind. Um, but yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's just like, this was just a new viewing for me entirely. I think the other thing that doesn't help that there's also the movie Junior, which also has mm -hmm. Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. And it's also directed by Ivan Reitman. So, so again, there's like, yeah. I think there was elements of that, that fuse. In fact, I'm pretty much convinced that there's like, that there are this, they are the same. They're, they're part of that same timeline universe universe. Yeah. Uh, and yep. 
I mean, they're going to make another one too at one point, allegedly. That's I don't know. Well, I yes. I do remember when this first was coming out again, '88. So I was only about seven, but I remember going to the theater. In fact, I think it was the theater I ended up working at at Cherryville Mall in Rockford, Illinois, um, mm-hmm. when that was still like a current theater. Now it's nothing, but. Um, and they actually had because the the poster, like if you look at the Wikipedia page, the poster for twins is Schwarzenegger standing up in Devito, like leaning. Oh into God, that's so much fucking, shorter. Yeah, that poster. You know? I remember. But that. I remember they actually had two posters next to each other to kind of simulate the same picture, but like one was just Devito leaning, and the other one was Schwarzenegger together. You know, I just I remember that because it was kind of unique at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have, I probably have not seen this movie since the late 80s that that's kind of my my recollection of it i know i've seen it and as i watched it there were definitely moments that were very familiar to me but like as of what the movie was actually about and kind of the general plot of it i mean the premise i knew or remembered but like what it was actually about and what happened in the movie i i didn't really until i started watching it then it just kind of some of it came back to me and specifically it was just kind of moments of the film that came back to me i know i've seen it but I've probably not seen it, you know, since around that time as well, which, you know, I was pretty pretty young um, when I would have seen this. And I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't even know when. I, it's young enough, it's far enough back that I don't really remember, like, when or how, but I know I've seen it before. So. <laughs> What's weird is I actually had to look it up and do the math, and both DeVito and Schwarzenegger were in their early 40s when they made this. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, they probably were right around our age, right? That's, yeah, because uh, they're in their late 70s now. So You guys speak right. for yourself. Right. I just turned a ripe 34, <laughs> yeah. okay? That's right. <laughs> the countdown. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's um, right. So, well, be, super yeah, quick, yeah. if you're not yeah. familiar with twins, uh, the product of genetic experiment, fraternal twins Julius and Vincent... Uh, Julius, played by Schwarzenegger, Vincent by DeVito, are separated at birth. Their mother, Mary Ann, is told they're dead. Now Vincent, an unscrupulous street hustler, ekes it out a living in Los Angeles. Julius, raised by a scientist, grows up humble, intelligent, and strong, but very naive about the larger world. When Julius learns of his mother and brother, he heads to Los Angeles to find his family. Yeah. Um, Such a wholesome... the, The crux of this movie... Even though, like, the joke, you know, the poster joke of the whole thing about it is that, you know, oh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, like, they couldn't be more different, but they're twins, haha. It's really not about that as much as it's about Schwarzenegger playing a funny fish-out-of-water yep. type character. Intellectual, um, yeah, of all. Yes. And it, yep, Bookworm. Yep. Uh, also, this is his breakout role that was considered to be a risky move for him because he'd not done a comedy film before. This was his first non-action movie. So this is Um, where it starts. And and actually (laughs) super paid off for him because it was a very successful film and he, of course, had a career. I think he ends up doing more of these, like, comedy style movies that that he does actually action films after this moment. So That's how I remember them, too. There are some action scenes in this. You know, there's some shootouts and fights and stuff mm-hmm. and then I think of other stuff that he did in the 90s that were some kind of like action comedies like True Lies and stuff which he can right. do it he can actually like, pull and it kindergarten off pretty cop. well yeah, so. and Kindergarten yeah. Cop and yeah all that Jingle kind of stuff, all which, the way <laughs> we don't talk about that one but <laughs> yeah I was the I right age saw it. I was the I right age saw it. I, we just it, watched it this last Christmas and yeah I actually it, I don't hate it it's fun it is fun <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what like I think you it, dep- it kind of shows what age group you are like who what is like what does Schwarzenegger as a movie star invoke in you is it like you know the the action movie you know what Terminator is, what Predator, is your Schwarzenegger like, is spirit like, animal <laughs> like, yeah. yeah or is it these kind of quirky comedies in his goofball like and I kind of like him in both you know it. it, it both incarnations of, of Schwarzenegger. Like, I, I can watch an action movie with him in it, but I don't mind him in comedies as well. I actually think he's fairly good at it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's one thing. It, it does show that he has a range as, as, a, as an actor. You know, I, yeah, he originally started out just because of physique and, you know, these Conan-type things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is great, but, yeah, he actually 
can I, I think the Terminator films also showed that too, especially Terminator 2. You know, <laughs> you've got a guy with a very thick accent, Austrian accent, playing a robot, but still able he, to show emotion. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, Terminator 2, he actually does deadpan comedy really well in that yeah. movie. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, that's kind of the way they play mm-hmm. that character. In that. And then they really played and, that character in 3. Well, yeah, three's Doctor three maybe, maybe pushes it a little, <laughs> little too far in the other direction. <laughs> but in this one, I mean, he he plays kind of a more gentle character than yes. we've seen him in anything before, uh, because he's he's the straight man. You know, he's the naive, gentle giant yeah, raised on a tropical paradise island by a scientist. Uh, he's a, a genius who has a like a perfect physique, but he's. He's a, a pacifist, but is trained in the martial arts and like and you know, conflict, this, like, whatever hostage situations, yeah, conflict like, resolution, conflict resolutions, yeah. like constantly quoting like, oh, you skipped to t- uh, step two, <laughs> like, which after a while it did start to become kind of entertaining for me. Is that wrong? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I did wonder because in the beginning of this, you get the voiceover of the scientist that is raising him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has what appears to be a German accent. Yeah. So the but Schwarzen- but Julius's accent is so much thicker because of Schwarzenegger, and it's like, how did this happen? You're on a like a, a tropical island. I'm. Did yeah. Did you learn German first, and then like the year before you left? It's like, oh yeah, I might as well teach you some English. To be fair, you know? the premise of the movie starts off with we took six random guys and just blended their sperm together. So. Yeah, right away. Yeah, the, we're the whole genetic suspend. experiment yeah. aspect of this whole movie. I, I watched this entire movie, got all the way to the end, and I still don't understand what the, what what their like goal Shake in the genetic not experiment that's, truly yeah. was. Like that's uh, like what did, it's a little. I, I assume they were trying to make the Julius, but they accidentally ended up with Vincent as well. Uh, you know, make the genius take all the best attributes of. Um, you know all the best attributes and put them into a, a single person, but then they end up with the the, the quote unquote throwaway ones. But then the whole movie like it, it tries to get a little heart and then goes against that premise anyway, and you know tries to. I yeah. will through getting to know Devito's character and him kind of redeeming himself. Like it proves that he's you know he's not total garbage or genetic garbage or whatever which oh, yeah. is a nice like moral place for the movie to be but it makes the whole premise not make a whole lot of sense yeah. well, there, there's a, a there's so the film is kind of in three acts right the, the, the first you've got you're really meeting these characters and that's where you do a lot of the fish out of water stuff with, with Schwarzenegger and you're seeing all the different cons that DeVito plays he you know he mm. he's buddies with David Caruso so right away you know something bad oh yeah yeah um, where he he'll Caruso plays a parking attendant, and every time a, a nice car comes in, he calls Vincent to come. Pass you know, the keys. Off yeah, to pass it, the yeah. keys, and he steals the car and sells yeah. it. Um, and that's kind of how you get this bizarre third or second plot that doesn't really. It gets a little plot heavy with with all the criminal stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. But and then, it late in the movie, like it decides to get really plot heavy in the third act. Yeah, which is weird. Like, and the second it part enough? of it. Oh yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say the second part, like the middle of the film, is really quite touching because you're starting to see Vincent and Julius develop a relationship and be and kind of embrace embrace each other as, as right. brothers. Um, Once Vincent like decides that he he might kind of believe Julius's story, and you know. Um, they may actually be brothers. Then yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's a nice section in the middle of them kind of getting to know each other. Um, yeah, it's not so much odd couple then. Yeah, it's it's more what they can learn from each other, and I think like when it gets all crazy at the end, it gets kind of like <laughs> I I would say it's weirdly enough that um, Danny DeVito's character is kind of the heart, a little bit. Because he's the character who goes through the most emotional yep. changes. Mm-hmm. Um, where, as what, Vincent, Vincent's his name. Because, um, yeah. yeah. Just shitty life. Uh, you know, loses his virginity yeah. at the age of 12 to a nun uh, and gets blamed for it. Which, um, I know that was supposed to be a joke, but can we not address. Can, can we not address that as a weird fucking, like, note to well, put I think in it just, there? I, 
yeah, it just adds to the list of terrible things that kind of happened to this guy growing up, right? So, I know it was supposed to be a joke in the you know in the script at the time when it was made, but it definitely uh, you could definitely it still computes with the character. <laughs> like it's still yeah. you know it still works. Well, and there's actually a touching scene when they they go to the lab and the the head scientist there denies everything and Julius assaults him right threatens yeah. him and then it's it's funny cuz this guy's like now get out of my house where I call the police and Arnold just does a few moves and does his face a few times and the guy's like all right fine I'll tell you everything <laughs> you know it's like it doesn't take much um it's like well you saw him walk in why didn't you just tell him right away uh but he's a yeah. total dick to them you know he's and he he says to Julius like you're what we were trying to make and he he straight up says to Vincent you're like the afterbirth you're the waste you're the garbage yeah. that that and we he, didn't want and he um, takes all the it. genetics we didn't select you're the, yeah, yeah. yeah. which I, not really makes sense but anyway um, right but there's a a scene where you can see that it's really affected Vincent like he really does feel like a loser and like a piece of shit and Julius you know kind of tells him like no but we're, we're the same you know like you think about how you were raised and how I was raised he brings that up you know I was yeah. raised in paradise you had no one to love you of course you've grown and, and lived a life where you feel like the only one you can count on is yourself and I want you to have more I, like it's a really sweet scene yeah I think there's a lot of the like the, the relationship between the two of them there's a lot of like actually kind of touching good stuff there uh, the way that Julius treats Vincent is never, he is never like, hey, I, I am, you know, I know the right way to live. I'm come to, I've come to teach you all this stuff. He's, he's, he's always very like, you know, he just wants to get, wants to get to know, get to know his brother. He's always very like allowing him to like be himself. He's a very understanding of, of Vincent's setbacks, like. Kind of like the opposite of a lot you, you would think most characters in a movie in 1988 are going to be, especially if they're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's but, that's one of the nicer things about the movie. Um, and that's is their relationship. Yeah. I think that's why that like because Julius's character is so kind of flawless. I mean, I get it. He's like the fish out of water, but like that's not really a problem for him he adapts fairly quickly it's gonna be fine like him learning how to drive which was funny but he's getting it quickly he's gonna be all right um that's where like vince vincent um kind of like he's the one who has to change like in a way, weird way he's kind of the main character um, yeah i would argue yeah. because yeah. of that but then and like them finding their mother and of course the mom like nope my one child because she didn't know she had twins either uh is died you guys aren't them but didn't tell them that just pretended that you know dead and then send them off and him really that was the final point for him really jumped to like the 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 middle acts or the final acts but like that emotional weight where he's just like i should have never listened to any of you i should have never done any of this like it was weird but it's just like that feels so weird like real that, yeah, that, especially that, somebody yeah. like that. With somebody you know? like yeah. that, that was that's a real fucking reaction. And let's just—I think it's because Wait, I've seen they, people with that reaction. But yeah, because he's saying, "Yeah, you 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 built me up to like I had hope yeah. there's something better than this, and now and there wasn't really." So yeah, yeah, um, yep. But that's I think, and Joe, you pointed out like <laughs> that there's this weird heavy plot line with like the money, like which causes. Um, like that what the experimental thing there's a hit yeah, man and shit it, it, that, but, an but they had this yeah, engine or... they had this whole other story of just like hey these scientists made you guys but also lied to the mother kept one of you and then threw the other one away that should have been the main fucking story the entire time <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you could have just had the hitman be like part of if you wanted to have a hitman and you want to have an action sequence because you need to have arnold schwarzenegger punch a dude you could have had it where one maybe the scientist is the reason like hey you got to take care of like the loose end of whatever because whatever I'm surprised they didn't go with something along those lines where like they didn't know or like somebody snuck danny devito's character off to the orphanage yeah and like then they find out he's alive and like oh we're gonna have to get rid of him he's gonna cause problems because and this experiment is kind of questionable to begin with 
that, that's if you have to have like a crime like a like a this is subplot yeah. like i feel like that's a better subplot than this thing about the random <laughs> the random you know experimental, experimental part yeah vision engine or whatever that they that he accidentally steals and is going to sell back to some guy in texas um yeah what about that yeah. character? What about this hitman? <laughs> this what was the character's name? The Texas guy was Beetroot. Um... Beetroot is the fucking like yeah. There's so <laughs> many fucking. Name. It's a great name, but yeah. there's so many fucking bosses like mob people. Not mob. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's too yeah. many going you've got, on. You've got the the Clane family. Yeah. It's Beetroot McKinley, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> you've Mama got the Clane. The yeah. the the Clane family, which. Vincent owes money, and so they're tracking him down to get their money. And back Arnold Schwarzenegger just keeps kicking the shit out of all of yeah, them. Yeah, which is like, pretty just, funny. That's just like the joke. Yeah. Yep. And meanwhile, one of the vehicles that Vincent steals has this aforementioned experimental jet engine in it. So they, the people that are developing it, hire a hitman to go track him down. And all these things are like interweaving, and it it gets a little well, over the top it, it, okay, here's it starts the thing. They bordering didn't, they didn't into ridiculousness even hire, they didn't hire the hitman yeah. to track him down they hired the hitman to take the car to the destination yeah why? Right. Like, there's so many convoluted unnecessary points to this whole thing it's like just it's, stick with the fucking premise this is like gen- it makes the movie very a very odd one because there's there's a lot of really fun warm endearing even funny moments and then there's this like plot of a movie like that you kind of have to wonder like okay well why, why am i watching this like this is a this doesn't have anything to do with what i like about this movie it's just like a side thing that's well you've got on, four so. writers something tells me that they brought in people yeah. to punch this story it, up in early production to be like we we're gonna need action scenes we need this other this other side plot and it it, yeah. it feels very out of place because we need uh, to have to like somebody be the physical one but i think it would have been funnier if it turns out that danny DeVito is actually the like fighting savvy type because he grew up how he did that i think that yeah. would have been actually funnier like that, than expected yeah. they, they could have done a lot there there's there's a whole bunch of stuff they could have done i think yeah with, with playing yeah off of it that sounds idea. like they had a premise like all based on this joke, you know the that they're twins. It's it's Schwarzenegger and Stavito. They're twins. That's we got this. We're gonna make a movie of it, and it's kind of like, okay, so then what? And the then what was hard. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, uh, the other. And two... I'm not sure they were ever successful at getting a then what in this movie. So the other two characters that get a fair amount of screen time, and we mentioned a little bit, are. Linda and Marnie. So DeVito's kind of on again, off again girlfriend, played by Chloe Webb, uh, Linda, mm-hmm. and then her sister Marnie. Which talk about a, 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 a throwback to the '80s. The scene where the sisters are walking through a grocery store smoking cigarettes. Yes. Yeah. It's like yeah. yeah. Ooh, wow! I forgot that was a thing at one yeah. point. Yeah. Right it's away, funny the first that you thought forget that like, we grew so up in that fucking world, ashes right? on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but. It, those, I mean, Chloe Webb plays this kind of naive sweetheart, you know. She just loves Vincent, even though she knows he's terrible for her. Um, yeah, she's <laughs> totally aware that he's he's a total creep to her, but yeah. some a reason. A womanizer, she, too. Also, how about and, Danny yeah. DeVito being the womanizer? Yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it opens with it, him. But, hey, yeah. I like Danny DeVito, so more power to him. Someone, but I don't, someone, I don't, someone. <laughs> you know, hey, real Perlman liked him for years. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then you've got Marnie, played by Kelly Preston, who is just like, you know, like the eye candy, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you first meet her, and she thinks, you know, she's talking about how much she thinks Vincent's a pig. Like she's onto his shit. Yeah. And she's like, he right. doesn't. He's just only worried about one thing. She meets Julius, just sees him, and just, just fainting over him it's really kind of <laughs> the scene kind of throw everything she said in her first scene out the window because of the way yep, she reacts to just yep. totally throws herself at him it's it's pretty cringy and the the scene i was talking about before that always used to crack me up and it still does is when they do the big road trip and and uh, julius and marnie are in the hotel room together because vincent leaves to go be with linda 
and uh, and Julius only sleeps on the floor. Yeah. Right. So he's and you can tell he's like, ooh, I don't know what to do because he's never done this before. And so he's kind of it's cute. There's like a teenage boy ass where he's like putting the pillow over his head and stuff. It's actually kind of endearing. And she's <laughs> posing on the bed and like flopping herself around. And then it's yeah, the being really over the like top. really over the top and like the, the little skimpy slip and everything. It's when she gets up mm-hmm. out of the bed and she's like, "Oh, boo, that bed's lumpy." And I was like, even as a kid, I'm like, "What?" <laughs> it's just, and it almost comes out like half British for some reason. If you go back and rewatch that clip again, it comes out just really weird. And yeah, it's it. I get they're trying to go for this kind of romantic you know, scene, but it, I don't know, for me, it just always, always, even as a kid came up, it's just really awkward. It is. It's very awkward. You're not wrong. (laughs) This bed's lumpy. (laughs) So. I think even more so when you hear Danny Vito making fun of Arnold for being so lumpy. Like there's that scene where he's taking his shirt off in the gas station because he ripped one of the shirts and just starts like, (laughs) are you breaking out into a rash? Oh, it's even it's worse like, on your yeah, back. Yeah, an allergic reaction. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. There are some really cute scenes though with um, Devito and Schwarzenegger, which really have good chemistry. Yeah, they really in this do. Movie they do. The, the characters yeah. where you see them, even though they're so drastically different. There's a number of scenes where they just do things exactly the same, like when they sit down to eat and they both move their glass and like at the same time. Just <laughs> it, it's. And when they get, you know, their nice suits and everything, there's some some kind of fun scenes like that. But the whole time watching it, I still kept wondering, like, what was it about this that I, I kept watching it as a kid? Yeah. I don't... I, I, I kind of wondered, like, not only why why did I remember liking this so much as a kid, but, like, why was this such a big hit? Like, this was a, a fairly successful movie by oh, all practical. yeah. Like not not just fairly successful, it's very successful to the point where there was a planned sequel. It it really launched the second phase of Schwartz, Arnold Schwarzenegger's career. Um, yeah, it was a big big time movie. And, yeah, um, yeah, it, it had I'm an eight, sure. eighteen million dollar budget and it made two hundred and sixteen million in the box office. Yeah, and from what I and this is Wikipedia news, but um, it was. Let's see, Schwarzenegger, DeVito, and Reitman agreed with the studio to take collectively 40% of the film's box office returns, resulting in them receiving the biggest paychecks of their film careers. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's huge, yeah. especially for for these three individuals. Yes. Right? You know. That means they had to have a lot of faith in it. Uh, and I think Schwarzenegger mentioned it being... Uh, Again, this is probably I'm probably getting this straight off of Wikipedia, but mentioned it being an invest in himself moment, and it was a big decision, and it's one of the best decisions he felt like he ever made in his career. So yeah, um, did, did well, Danny I, I, DeVito like use that money to start making movies? Because he started making movies in the '90s, like Matilda and shit like that. Was he doing that? You before? mean like yeah. directing? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like I wonder. It oh. might have been you know part of. You know what gave him the ability to do that? That's yeah. I mean, he had he had been in a lot of stuff before, and he I mean, he continued to act. Um, yeah, I'd have to go and really look into that. That's a good question. When did he start producing and and directing? Mm-hmm. Um, but I I yeah, I think I love seeing him in stuff still. Like both of these performers, oh, yeah. I I still like Me seeing too. that I, their careers are still going on. Schwarzenegger has I'm become glad this that Arnold's really cool... back to doing some stuff now too, so I think that's why to answer the question of like what is it that made you guys specifically gravitate towards this and what made me remember it is just that. There's Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger in a comedy. That sounds wonderful. And yeah, it was, yeah. it was. It, well, it was that, good for them. It, it works. At yeah. least the two of them work. The, the like, two of them work. The chemistry's yeah. good, and they're good together. Yeah, they're funny together. And that's why they probably tried to recapture that in, you know, uh, well, Junior specifically, because that was, like, essentially the same people made that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... <laughs> Let's knock the, up the Arnold Schwarzenegger. The sequel... No, it's yeah. not Danny's. The scrap sequel to this that was going to be called Triplets, casting Eddie Murphy as the third brother. Yep. Which... I'm like, okay, actually, that kind of sounds like that would, if you're going to take this premise and move it forward, like, that's the, that 
it's not a bad idea, but yeah. yeah so. And then they briefly, well, Eddie Murphy backed out, and then they were going to get Tracy Morgan, which <laughs> could also work. That would also I mean, work. It be funny too. But when Ivan Reitman died, they, you know, his yeah. his son said, "No, we're not, we're not doing the twins movie." So. I don't know if it needs a sequel. Like, right, I think Junior is close enough to a sequel. And yeah, I don't want to yeah. make it sound like I'm really shitting on this, because it is still a fun movie. It's just, I think I enjoyed it it's... more as a kid, because the, the convoluted plot, that it really loses the plot, ultimately. And yes. then they resolve that plot at the end in a really rushed way. Yeah. It's like yeah. super rushed. And... I think I enjoyed it more as a kid, probably because I didn't understand all of that stuff. So, like, the ignorance is bliss. Um, it takes it takes the third act and kind of gets gets bogged down with all of the you know intricacies of the the crime drive you know the driving this engine to and, and what the hitman that's chasing him and the crime boss and and the Texas rich Texan that they're trying to sell this thing to and none of it really pays off in any way <laughs> no you do they, get, they, you get you know they you get a moment of of julius and vincent you know taking out the hitman guy together i was gonna say which is pretty fine. funny which is like the closest <laughs> yeah. thing to like in the comedy of this movie is that this this that part was like the closest thing that i swear you would see in like uh, a movie like airplane or, yeah, or Naked yeah, it's God. very, <laughs> it's a very Zucker Brothers gag. Yeah, it's yeah, just, just so much of it, and like right away, you know, if like that thing's crashing on a man's head, like oh, that caved in, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, like, that's tons yeah. of metal, but it's just like Let the chain falls the and knocks him out, yeah, and then just keeps going and going and going, and then they pan <laughs> out, and it's this mountain of chain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, but then it just kind he's of he's got a lot on his mind. <laughs> and then they oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and to backtrack a bit, while they're doing this road trip to, you know, drop off this car, they they go to the lab and they get another lead on where their mother is, and they go to this art colony, and she's there but doesn't admit that it's her, and you know, because yeah. she doesn't know. Yeah. And so all mm -hmm. this stuff just gets kind of rushed at the end when after they've taken out the hitman, all of a sudden they're heroes now. Because they're on the newspaper, and now they've got their own little consulting company. Yeah, because they because there was an fine. espionage thing that they forwarded. They're, yeah. they're running on a budget of twelve thousand dollars because Julius gave the millions of dollars back. But yeah, anyway. and mom shows up because she saw them in the paper and was like, "Oh, those are my boys. I've been lied to." Like she just suddenly puts it all together. Yeah, and then it's that's kind of it. Like. Well, yeah, they have the mom, and they all the hug. The mom and... moment, and then it cuts to an undisclosed amount of time in the future when, oh, yeah, yeah, Julius and Marnie are together, and Linda and Vincent are together, and they both have sets of twin babies, and they're at the amusement park with mom, and everybody's happy in the end. It's it's it and, just and it's the so one rushed. scientist who claimed that he would have married what's her name, uh, mm -hmm. uh, married their mom, Marianne. Uh, is there with her as well. So it's like everybody's coupled up and life is perfect and they have their yeah, own twins. It, and it like, just kind of, yeah, it, it it just comes to a screeching halt at the end after this really yeah. bizarre third act. So, yeah, uh, it... it it, didn't it spreads have the out effect. too far and doesn't, it doesn't, isn't able to pull it back together to like yeah. give Speaking a satisfying ending to like the, the mm -hmm. actual... What actually was interesting about it, and that's Julius and Vincent. Pause for one Getting second. On I gotta that. really quickly grab sure. my charger, and it's another room, and I might die. Oh, <laughs> well, hopefully you don't. Well, hopefully, yeah, I was gonna say, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> if this computer battery gets below twenty percent, it will explode. Uh, uh, speed for the twenty-first. Shoot century. the hostage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that's a movie we've not talked about on the podcast yet. No, we haven't. Yeah. Made it. <laughs> oh my god! Awesome. <laughs> it was on three, uh, like three percent, with all this stuff running. That it would have died. Oh. <laughs> um, Good. Sorry. Yep. Where were where were we? I didn't mean that. Well, that's okay. Let's do a clap real quick. Okay. We're just talking about the uh, end of the movie. So yeah. I was gonna say, like you mentioned, spreading out, and I just. Like, the fact that those two 
also like father twins it's now in my my own weird conspiracy headspace thinking like these genetic abominations are spreading too quickly <laughs> are these twins also <laughs> going to have twins and so on and so on and so on so the whole of humanity consists of danny devito like people or arnold schwarzenegger like people and this is the origin of the time machine yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they, and I don't know. I guess since we're never getting a twins sequel, you can always headcanon this, like you know, what happened to Julius? Oh, he ends up being the governor of California. <laughs> and what happens to you know Vincent? Well, he ends up you know having he marries a woman who has a couple of kids, and those kids grow up and they run a bar in Philadelphia, and he's just a total piece of shit. Like <laughs> oh you can th that he's, he essentially is kind of a young Frank Reynolds in this. Which oh is God, kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. When we meet him, yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, uh, a guy who was yeah, successful my question in some about, questionable ways. And my question about the the twins at the end, like, do you think you know Julius's twins are both like going to be big genius people, and, and and Danny DeVito's twins are both going to be you know more like Vincent, like small and <laughs> are they and swarmy? No, are they <laughs> are they going to cross like, actually? Where you get like short? Or are like, they going to each muscular? have one of each? Yeah. Or like yeah, are they going to mix in some way? Like I want to, I kind of want to know. But... Right. Or I mean, the sequel could just be raising four little DeVito babies. They could all just like ah, this, let's do the Punnett Square. They, let's they, see what comes out. What if and they find out like, hey. that the DeVito gene was actually <laughs> the dominant one? The dominant one. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was actually the perfect specimen. Because who are they to choose? <laughs> like, well, the first one is very big, and this is the result. I'm like, yeah, but the DeVito was everywhere. Look at it. It's I mean, you got to admit, yeah, we, we're introduced to Julius in the beginning, right, on the island, and he's doing martial arts, and he's reading, he's doing all this cool shit, but when we first meet Vincent, he's... He's he's adaptable, he's brain well, he, like a motherfucker. Yeah. Like... Dude, I'm, I was thinking, like, he's in bed with this woman, her husband comes home, he, like, barrel rolls out the window, yeah. flips off the porch, and just strolls down the street, that... That is, well not what you, that is not what That's... you expect a Danny DeVito type to do. No, um, he's... Uh, no, that's yeah. true. And here's the thing. Well, Arnold be... was trained on that island. Danny wasn't. Imagine if Danny was trained. He's trained on the streets. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, and what if nuns. he did the same workout routine? He'll be <laughs> sexy, like a little bulldog, nuns. man. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Same height and everything. Yeah. Do you remember that, that Jet Li... plot element. So. Do you remember that Jet Li movie, Unleashed? Yes, I do. Yeah, I would like to see that remade. Where instead, exact same movie, but instead of Jet Li, it's Devito. Like now, and still Bob Hoskins. Somehow, slice in all the all of the Jet Li scenes with Devito with like a collar on. Just urgh. actually, that's you can find that footage of Frank and always Philly, probably like him emerging yeah, from yeah, the couch say, naked. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I chewed through the couch again. Probably find the yeah enough footage to make that work, but yeah, I like our well. I like our twins fan fiction in this last little segment. Well, I've uh, I've got a new project for my furlough days. There you go. There you I'll go. I'll, I'll be <laughs> editing, re-editing the movie Unleashed the story, with Danny DeVito. Send it to Eric to to read. Add it to the magazine. <laughs> yeah. Unleashed, starring Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. There's also another scene in this that gets over the top, and it's again in the third act when all the crime stuff's going. It's after Vincent leaves because he's like emotionally just. He's like, I'm done. I can't take this anymore, and he takes off. He abandons him, which is shitty. Um, but it Julius, is. But it's. I think it, it's it actually a very human. Mo like it actually it, it yeah, is. It, it works. It, but it's it's when Julius is like, ah, I'll find him because he's my brother and he's in my brain, and he just like psychically knows where he is <laughs> that yeah that that was not well thought out no it's it's pretty stupid and you know i'll admit being the father of twins there's certainly some creepy stuff that goes on between them but oh yeah not like not like uh you know i don't think they're gonna find each other cross country but i could be wrong <laughs> yeah it's it's there's some really odd scenes with like the the almost telepathic link there and yeah you know but and yeah, we that was the only reason we got for how he just like found him wasn't it like that he's in my brain like yeah there's there's some some great 
Schwarzenegger lines in this too that again yeah for those that don't remember the soundboards of the early 2000s <laughs> yeah. you could find these websites or maybe you could just oh, down, download them I think way too much fun with those things where man. it was somebody had just taken a bunch of wave files of Schwarzenegger clips and you got we got the idea what to do because somebody had then used that to like call random businesses and it was just they had the conversation by clicking on these Schwarzenegger buttons and <laughs> I know some people that did those kind of prank phone calls too. Um, yeah, I heard. I heard yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I heard yeah, some that, people. Yeah, I knew did, some people that did those did kind that. of things. Um, and it was always pretty goddamn funny. But there's a couple of good ones. <laughs> I don't remember if there were many from here in there, but there are some that I know it. Been. It paired the cookies line from this one from, with the cookies line from Kindergarten Cop. Which yeah. was a nice pairing of lines because uh, in this one I think he he Marnie makes him cookies I think and he just says something like like oh you made me some cookies or something and then you get the uh, who told you you could eat my cookies line from yeah. the other movie but those those paired nicely when you're making but those calls says, you made not cookies, cookies. Know, but I can't and, wait to toss to them toss with <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> when Vincent's showing him a microwave and he's like ooh I like nuked food. Like, that's just a weird line, like coming yeah. out of his mouth. Nobody actually says that. Like, it's still not as I mean, weird. It's as like, oh, that's oh, that's slang. It's like, yeah, it's slang that I don't even think people said in 1988. But no, but I, uh, it's still nothing to Kelly Preston's "This bed is lumpy." That is such a weird <laughs> fucking line scene. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that whole scene is is awkward. Like, I get what they were going for. It's just but... awkward in the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be awkward, but it's it's not the right kind of awkward. No. No. It, it didn't work. But... So, I guess essentially yeah. that's twins. Um, that's twins, yeah. It was critically mixed. Uh, it was, you yeah. Know, and I can see why. It's, yeah. you know, there, there are some sweet parts to it, but yeah, it... it I can see why it got the mixed reviews it did, but again, huge box office smash. Yeah, and I don't think big it, hit. And I don't think Junior. Well, Junior did pretty well. It had a sixty million dollar budget. It brought in one hundred and eight million. So, not <laughs> not the same, but you know. Yeah, I remember Junior getting pretty hardly panned by critics, but apparently people still went to see it. So, yeah, <laughs> you know. to some degree. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Do so you guys nice. have any other? Final thoughts before we do a grade on this thing, or if not, I, I can jump into final thoughts and grades. Um, sure, you know, yeah, this is like as I said, one that I grew up watching, and I think my childhood understanding of it, the the jokes landed, and it was Devito and Schwarzenegger. Ryan, you're right that that was a selling point as a kid because they were these big stars. Yeah. Um, you know, they were names that I knew, so that works, but. Overall, it's it's not terrible, but it's not that great. Um, you know, it, and I think a lot of that is it didn't know what kind of movie it was trying to be. I mean, it's it's a comedy, yeah, but it that third act, adding all these crime elements to it, just muddied it too much. And I, I totally agree. It it should have leaned more into. I mean, have a have a. I like the idea of like have trying to. Somebody else trying to take out Danny DeVito. Everybody else is in this movie. Um, you know, <laughs> something else that is more central to the plot. Um, but it, it just got way too out of control at the end. So it's still worth seeing because there are some very, you know, the, the basic premise is amusing. But I it feels like they didn't have the confidence that that could, that could carry the film. And I think it could have with just some, some better writing, uh, especially for that third act. So it's not terrible. I'll give it a C plus. I'm probably going, I'm probably going to twin that reaction. Actually. Uh. Uh, <laughs> it's a shitty pun. Anyways. Um, no, it, 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 it's that they definitely had a premise that see that is a fun premise. Uh, let's get these very different actors in uh, physical appearance uh, and say that they are biological twins and let let mayhem go nuts. But that's the thing. They did not know how to wrap around this and they put so many 
plot elements in there. And again, like it was said, and we agree, like the, the science one was the best one to go for. Uh, and I fur furthermore, go, despite my random uh, fa fan theories on where what continues after here, uh, I think you know the best thing about comedy is you know you subvert expectations, and I think finding out that Danny DeVito was actually the perfect twin in reality, and, uh, much to everyone's surprise, or something along those lines, I think that would have been hilarious. But that's just me thinking like I don't think it's fair to punch down at like yeah no we can clearly tell who's the imperfect twin. Uh, and as as an average yeah. height bald guy, I take offense to that. Um, so, <laughs> but I, I, it it definitely the the strongest point of this whole thing is is the chemistry between Devito and Arnold, and it is just surprisingly good. Um, and I can totally see why you know they tried to repeat the success in Junior, uh, and I think it is kind of a shame that it has not repeated. Um, maybe we'll get another. Maybe we'll get a Philly episode where Arnold shows up and is like, oh, I asked my brother. <laughs> it's like, maybe, but I doubt it. they'll go that far. But I don't know. I have to agree. I think C feels about right. Maybe C+. Plus. I can say C+, plus, but um, I'm done with that. I'm good. I don't need to see this movie again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not offended. Yeah, and, and... I just don't need to see it again. <laughs> it's, uh, again, we're uh, going to be pretty unanimous here. I think this movie has a lot of endearing moments. It's 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 main draw is its main characters, like we like all three of us have said at this point. The chemistry there is great. Uh, the the character moments they've given them and some of the stuff that they give them to work with is great. Like that part of this totally works. Uh, everything else about it is just like they could not figure out what rapper to put this joke into or this you know situation into and uh it doesn't really end up working out all that well and the third act is generally kind of uninteresting because of that but uh yeah it's it's a totally watchable um forgettable movie i guess but yeah it's got enough enough going for it that yeah i, I wouldn't discourage anybody from watching this i think it's a good turn from both for both Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, I think they're both pretty great in this movie. Um, yeah, you you could do worse for uh, you know an hour and forty minutes of uh, of time, but yeah, I think it, in all honesty, I gotta land it like a C plus too. It's like a really watchable C plus. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, it's just a highly, it's just it's a it's still a flawed movie. Um, yeah. Like it's kind of yeah. like see it once, but you don't have to see it more than once. Give it another thirty years. I could watch this every yeah. thirty years. You know? <laughs> it's about sure. what it what it is, and I'll still remember the same weird random shit out of it. And the lump, lumpy else. bed, the lumpy bed. Yeah, yeah. This I mean, in thirty years, you will be complaining about a lumpy bed. I bet. That's true. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So in three years, <laughs> I wasn't yeah, going to say no it. shit. <laughs> it was like three days, three days ago. Three days ago. Um, yeah. yeah, but. But we would love to know what any of our listeners think of Twins. Uh, is this one that you have a, a particular memory of as a kid, or had you never heard of this one? Because I've mentioned this to a couple of people before we uh, recorded tonight, and I was surprised a number of people in their 30s had never heard of it. So that was oh. I was going to mention that, that the fact for as popular as this was, box office-wise, that I don't think it had a staying... Like I don't think there's a lot of people that have a, a huge recollection of this, especially considering there's two two people that are still famous actors in it and a director that directed a lot of comedies in this, you know, in this yeah. era. Uh, yeah, not a lot of people have this in their memory banks anymore. Well, which makes yeah. it kind of perfect for the Video Junkier podcast. But. Right. Yeah. And as I said, if anybody <laughs> does have say, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> any, anything to share about this movie, we would love to hear from you. You can send any of those questions, comments, criticisms, or witticisms to the Video Junkier podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram on our main Video Junkier podcast pages. If you write it, we'll read it, and we definitely look forward to hearing from you. And we hope you'll come back and join us for some more reviews here on the Video Junkyard Podcast. Coming up on the show, we have Star Chaser, The Legend of Orin, The Serpent in the Rainbow, and Return of the Killer Tomatoes. We also have over 200 other episodes in our archive, so if I uh, look through those, and maybe we've already covered your favorite forgotten film. Uh, if we haven't, make sure and let us know what it is, and we'll make sure and cover it as soon as we can in the future. Um, yeah, we just hope you come back and join us here on the podcast. We want to thank you once again for listening, and until next time, I'm Joe Peterson. I'm Miracle Branson. And I'm Ryan Seiskel. 
Well, money talks and bullshit walks. How can bullshit walk? You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. You just can't let them go? Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. On Twitter at Video Junk Pod, and on Instagram as Video Junkyard Podcast, all one word. Want to thank you again for listening and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the Video Junkyard? <laughs>